Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be chatting about training during your menstrual cycle. But before we get into that, as per usual, this is the podcast where we chat all about health and fitness, your goals, achieving those goals, your healthy habits, how to create them, fat loss, and everything else that goes with that. Let's chat about cycle syncing. And the reason I bring this topic up and I want to chat about it is because I got a very interesting question during the week on one of the posts I did on social media. And this person's comment was in the line of something like, do you, so meaning me, do you train according to your menstrual cycle? Because she just read an article or she found out or she heard somewhere that during the different phases of your 28-day menstrual cycle, you can set up different training phases based on X, Y, or Z. And that's where the name cycle syncing comes in. And straight off, like I will tell you that no, I don't train according to what a certain article or a certain person said my body needs to feel like during these certain phases of my menstrual cycle. So I'm going to break down your menstrual cycle in short, in brief, as well as some of the suggested exercises according to your different stages during your menstrual cycle. Again, very briefly on average the menstrual cycle is about 28 days. Now everyone can differ, your cycles can vary and not every single woman is the same when it comes to their hormones, the fluctuation of their hormones and their menstrual cycle. And I think that is fundamental number one that we will chat about later on in this episode. Not every person is the same. Everyone is unique when it comes to their menstrual cycle, their hormone fluctuations, their mood and their energy during the 28-day cycle. During the cycle, you get two main phases, which is your luteal phase and your follicular phase. You've got two main reproductive hormones, which is estrogen and progesterone. Day 1 to day 14 of your 28-day cycle is known as your follicular phase. So day 1 would be the start of your actual period. So that essentially would be the first two weeks. And then the last two weeks going from day 15 to day 28, that would be your luteal phase and each of these phases bring about different hormones or the rise and the drop of different hormones. Now, if we have a look at these two phases, your follicular phase, the first part of that follicular phase is also known as your menstrual phase, and that is when your period is taking place. As you start finishing your period and you move on with the next couple of days or the next week heading towards ovulation, that's where it's known that your estrogen levels start increasing until you get to your ovulation where your testosterone will also then increase. As you move into your luteal phase, that's where your progesterone will start increasing. Now, again, I want you to understand that I'm really just explaining this in the most brief manner because this is complex. It's a complex topic. The hormones that we deal with as women are super complex. And as I mentioned, it's not a one size fits all when it comes to anything that we do during our cycle. But on paper, 
on paper, I place emphasis on paper. Based on research, it shows that during certain days or certain stages or certain weeks of your 28-day cycle, there might be a stage where you are meant to have higher energy. Then there's a phase where you have lower energy. Then there's a phase where you are exhausted. And based on that, people have set up training plans or training suggestions stating to people that, oh, on the day of ovulation, you're going to have a higher level of testosterone, which means you're going to have an exceptionally high level of energy or strength. So that's the day you need to work towards smashing a personal best. Or for example, I googled a couple of suggestions before recording this episode of this podcast and one of them stated during your menstrual cycle, so the first one to five days of your follicular phase, you should only focus on light movements. Then for the latter part of your follicular phase, light cardio because your estrogen is on rise. And during your ovulation day or two, you should be focusing on high intensity exercise because you've got high levels of energy. And then during your luteal phase, it mentioned that your energy levels will be low, so less cardio, but more strength training. Now, again, that is just one of the examples that I found online. But, and a big but, here is the issue that I have with something like that. Your body is not a clock. You are not a robot. And whilst these sort of cycle syncing ideas or suggestions can work as a good guideline for you, I don't want you to base absolutely everything on that. Purely because, like I mentioned, your body is not a clock. And every single woman out there is different. Myself and my bestie might have very different energy levels on the exact same phase of our cycle. There might be a day where I feel super energetic and then I look at the piece of paper and the paper tells me, "Mm, you shouldn't be having energy today because of X, Y, and Z. You're in this stage of your cycle, so please don't exercise, rather go do yoga. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, I feel like I can smash out a 30 kilometer run on that day. But now because that specific piece of paper has told me I should not be having energy, what's going to happen? Realistically, what do you think is going to happen? You're immediately going to feel like you have no energy because you're basing it on what something has said and not on how your body feels in real time. And I think that is the most important thing, is listening to your body in real time and then making a call or a decision as to how you're going to train. And as mentioned, I'm not saying don't take any of the information to heart, don't listen to any of the information out there. It is a good guideline and it does give you a good understanding of how the menstrual cycle works. But at the end of the day, it is also so important to understand yourself as an individual, your individual cycle and your moods and energy levels in real time. And it's the same as something I mentioned in a social media post the other day. Well, a while back, I woke up at my, I was feeling amazing. I was feeling energetic and I was like, yes, I can tackle today. I can get so much done. 
And then I looked at my watch and my watch told me that I slept absolutely shit. And within a split second, my mood and energy levels changed. And it changed based on the fact of what I saw on my watch. And all of a sudden, I forgot that a split second ago, I was feeling fantastic. I felt as though I had slept amazing and I had the most amount of energy. But within a split second, that was all taken away from me because of what my watch had said to me. And that's why I say it's so important to learn about your body, to learn to listen to your body and base your actions and your training in this case on how you feel. Now, anyone that has ever worked with me knows that I absolutely love data and I track my 28-day cycle down to the T. So as much as I do listen to my body, I also have data for every single day of my cycle of how I feel, my mood, my energy level. If I went to gym, how did I feel in the gym? Did I have energy? Was I tired? How much weights could I lift? Because there's some days where I can lift heavy, heavy weights. And then there's some days where I can't get close to that amount of weight, which I lifted the week prior to that. And then what you can do is once you've tracked this data, your mood, your energy, everything else that goes with it on your period tracking app, after a couple of months, you'll be surprised at the data that you can pull and the trends that you can pick up on based on you as an individual. And the more data you collect, the more you can formulate your own plan based on how you feel as you move forward. Because the last thing we want is for a piece of paper that you downloaded off the internet to tell you that you're going to feel shit and tired on day X, Y, and Z of your 28-day cycle, and then you believe that. So that day comes, and all of a sudden, you're like, oh my goodness, I feel shit today. Meantime, back at the ranch, if you didn't see that, you've got to ask yourself the question, would I have felt shit or not if I had just listened to my body? And again, I will state, it is good to have a guideline so that if there are a couple of days where you do feel shit and you can't lift heavy weights that you don't then automatically blame yourself but what works best for me personally is tracking every day or every week of my cycle so that I get individual data based on me based on my body based on my hormones based on my mood and my energy and then I can move forward knowing that that information and those trends that I have is very individual to me. I really do hope this episode has helped in any way possible. If it has and you feel like sharing it with a friend or rating or reviewing this episode of the podcast or the podcast in general, I would highly appreciate that. On that note, I'm going to love and leave you like I usually do. Keep smiling, keep laughing, and keep being kind to one another. Much love, your friend who really does love daughter, Mandy.